Um, I have Adam Schefter from ESPN on the line. He heard a rumor. Oh, great. Tell Schefter to stick his rumor up. His Sunny. Adam Schefter, our NFL, NBA insider, joins us. Thanks to uh, Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Right, do we give you credit, Adam? Have you been quietly working behind the scenes, pumping up those nuggets? Well, I don't want my employer to not do the right thing. <laughs> the right thing is to have Jokic at number one, unquestionably. And so we've, you know, we've, we've raised our voices and spoke to some people and made sure that the proper measures were taken. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're good now. Now all I need is Jamal Murray to come back a little bit sooner than, than uh, expected. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice to see him play as well. Hey, speaking of, uh, of watching guys play and guys that need to come back from injury, is Aaron Rodgers really going to make a return to the Jets? I would say this to you, Stink. I would say that if they do their job, the Jets, yes, he's going to play again this season. But the Jets are the Jets, right? And do you trust them to do what they need to do to get done the job and win enough games to stay in the playoff race? If they're not in the race, he's not coming back, I don't think. There's no reason to. But... If they can win some games and stay in the race and stay competitive and in the hunt, yeah, I I, I think he's going to try to defy all the odds and come back this season, which will be incredible to see. But, yeah, I, I do think he's going to try that. Deshaun Watson, for all the talk here locally about how bad the Russell Wilson trade was, is yeah. Watson's going to go down as being worse? Or the Bryce Young trade. Or the Bryce Young trade. Yeah. You know what the Panthers gave up for Bryce Young? No. Refresh our memory. They gave up DJ Moore, last year's one that turned out to be Darnell Wright, last year's two that turned into the cornerback Stevenson, this year's one that right now is the number one overall pick in the draft, and the 2025 two. Yikes. Wow. I mean, how'd you, like, how'd you like to be sitting on that trade right now? Yeah, but the Cle- but no- Cleveland gave up all that plus $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, well, yeah, they did. And at least Watson has won some games for them. And I know he's only played six games in each of the last two years, but at certain points he looked like he could play at certain points. We don't know what we have in Bryce Young yet. And they may have created the rights to Caleb Williams or Drake May, not to mention – DJ Moore, Dornell Wright, and 23 by 2 for a guy that we don't look at the jury's out on right now. And, then, and and Chicago's got their number one pick this year, too, right? The number one overall pick if, if the draft were to, to happen right now? Correct. Correct. Right, good. Number one overall pick. And and I got to tell you, Adam, I don't know. what What's the word out of Carolina? Because... Man, I'm telling you, I watched I watched a bunch of tape on Bryce, uh, on Bryce Young yesterday, and man, it looks... I mean, it looks like throwing an NFL ball like the ball's bigger than that kid. Like, I, I just am – it did not look good. And I know it's very early in his career, but it it looks really bad right now. Well, yeah, I think you said it well, Stink. You know, it is early, but you wonder. And that's what I'm saying. The jury's out. Like, is he going to make it? Is he going to be – like, the number one pick itself this year, if the Bears traded the number one pick this year, if they did, they would get back – Three, four, once for it. Maybe more. Maybe more. Wow. And so you take what the Panthers gave up to get it and double it. Double it. 
And that's the value of the trade. Because that number one pick is a pot of gold. Gold. And so, I, 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 that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Visit with Adam Schefter. We'll get to the Broncos here in a second, but uh, one yeah. more from around the NFL. First of all, two-part question. Is it a foregone conclusion that Bill Belichick is done in New England after this year? And where is he going next? Washington, or is there something to this Charger report? Well, first of all, I think his future in New England is up in the air and unsettled. I don't think he or they know how it's going to turn out. Right? I think that Everybody looks at it from afar and says, okay, they've been together an awful long time. Would it surprise anybody if they went their own ways? No. No. That would not surprise people. Um, I personally do not believe there's anything done for him anywhere. Not in Washington. Not in L.A. Not in anywhere. I think that, you know, if you know Bill, Bill's focused on trying to get his team through this and if and when... They meet and talk and figure out what direction they're going to, you know, it's hard to figure it out then. You know, I, I don't think he's got something done. I don't think he's got anything close to being done. I don't think he's thinking about getting something done. I think everybody's aware of the uncertainty that looms in New England, but I think that's where it's at right now. The Broncos, their wins over Kansas City and Buffalo. It's amazing how many people have tried to pick apart the wins that, oh, well, Kansas City didn't do this and they didn't have a good game. And, oh, look at the Bills. They're such a mess that they fired their offensive coordinator. How much credit should the Broncos get for these two wins? A ton. A ton. Okay? Number one, how many times have they beaten the Chiefs in the past decade? At all. Okay, and they almost beat him in Kansas City, and they did beat him in Denver. And then you go on the road on a Monday night in Buffalo. I don't care that the offensive coordinator is struggling. I, I think we talked about the Bills last week. I said to you, they're not right. I don't care. You're still going into Buffalo to play Josh Allen, okay? It's like in the years when Denver and Elway and some of those Bronco teams were not their best teams, it still was a major accomplishment to win in Denver against John and the Broncos. No different with Josh Allen and the Bills. And if you string together two wins against the Chiefs and at the Bills, i got to tell you something. Um, here's a confession. That was the first Bronco game that aroused some emotion in me, and I think in the last seven years. Like, I was, I was excited for them. And that's a team that obviously I was raised on, I was around for my entire young adult professional experience. It was always nice if they did well. I feel like the last six, seven, eight years, they've been largely irrelevant. And I watched that game Monday night, and I found myself excited for them. Hmm. I did. And that was not an emotion that I felt with that team in a long time. So good for them. I'm 100% with you. I felt the same way, man. It was exciting to watch them win a game. It was exciting to see them kind of grind one out. And then, you know, you look at the rest of the schedule, and I know it's the NFL and it's tough, but you look at the quarterbacks they have to face. I mean, yep. this is 
you look at the Broncos right now, if they continue to play this way, complimentary football, control the tempo of the game, run the football, keep their defense off the field and fresh so they can create turnovers, this is a schedule where you could see them you know, winning six out of the next eight and giving themselves a shot at the playoffs. You, you, you feel the same way? Well, well I, you know, I haven't looked at it like that, but here's, here's what I thought, think a, a few things. Number one, think about how far this team has come. We look at them at the beginning of the season when they opened 0-3 and gave up 70 at Miami that this team's going to be in contention for the number one pick, embarrassing, awful, irrelevant again. That's how we viewed them. They should trade Patrick Chatan. They should trade Jerry Judy. They should trade Cortland Sutton. They should trade anybody that they can get any value for. I thought that. I'm watching that team the other night. I'm like, give it up to this coaching staff. Give it up to this organization. Give it up to these players. They, they fought back when they looked like they were the worst team in football to the point where they are now in a playoff race, to the point where, like I said, I felt actual emotion watching them for the first time in a long time to where when the game ended, I said to myself, I'm fired up to watch them on Sunday night against the Vikings. I don't remember the last time I looked forward to a Bronco game. Like, I'm looking forward to watching them. So, if they could keep doing that and put together some wins and make it, that'd be great to see. It would be great for the city. We'd love to see it. You know, I, I don't know that they're there yet, but you can't deny the improvement that they've made and the strides they've made and how this team feels like it's now moving in the right direction. Man, you being fired up has me fired up. I know. It's Let's exciting. go. Sunday night can't get here fast enough. We 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 are here. We are in the belly of the beast. We we live the Russell Wilson yeah. experience day in and day out. I'm curious, you being there nationally, give us the outsized perspective, especially on a Monday night when you're sitting around with uh, all your other NFL people. What is the view from afar of what Russell Wilson's doing this year? Well, they're winning. You know, again, I think his his trajectory is a lot like the team's trajectory. They started out, they were struggling. They were slow. They're learning a new offense. They're catching on to a new system, a new culture. And now it seems like it's begun to take hold and things are clicking and they're working harder in practice and the team's playing better and Russell's playing better. And there's a lot on the line for the team. There's a lot on the line for Russell. And just like Russell's gotten better, the team's gotten better. He's improving the team. It's it's all connected. It's all connected to me. And um, you know, is, is he going to be as good as Mahomes and Josh Allen? I don't, I don't think so, obviously. But it, you know, can he take him to the playoffs and get him there? Yeah, he's got a chance to do it. So if he does that, he he changes the narrative that's been out there about him. And that's up to him, you know, and that'll be decided here in the next seven, eight weeks, whatever it may be. You know, he's got, he's got an opportunity and you know, he's inspired some hope here. And let's see if he can continue to cash in on that and win some games. Hmm. All right, Adam, we appreciate you. We appreciate your yeah. optimism. We yeah. appreciate your, your, your well, intensity. You're, I, you I, said I, you're I aroused. Like Adam Schefter's aroused. Yeah. I'm yes, like, you're aroused. the new blue chew pill. <laughs> like a, Good, Mike. I don't want optimistic will be a, a, a too strong a word, but I I feel like I've been revived. You know, yeah. like what, you know, like whoa, I'm interested, and I hadn't been. I'm just being honest. Mm. Well, I prefer arouse, but uh, okay, yeah. we'll go with yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
who doesn't want to be aroused? That's right. That's right. <laughs> That is. There we go. Uh, That's what I was looking for. That's right. Hey, hey, I told Mike the other day I overslept, and Mrs. Yes. S tapped me on the shoulder, and I said, she's only human. Like, hey, <laughs> you know? But she just goes, get your ass out of bed. It's time to go to work. So, anyhow. You ever hear a story? It's, it's an all-time story. I hope I can tell it on the only thing. Yeah. yeah don't worry. Just clean yeah. 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 Some of the stuff I say, he, yeah, like, you're, you're, me? you're fine. Listen to this show. Okay, so, so the great... Clarence K, he, you know, he was a legend back in his day for the Broncos, and they were playing a game in the early 90s, and, uh, you know, three hours before the game, Clarence isn't there. All the players, you know, usually getting there, however much in advance of the game, no Clarence. Two hours before the game, no Clarence. An hour before the game, no Clarence. Now, Clarence had some issues, so you, you know what was going on. They're in the locker room. They're getting ready to go out to the field, and literally – Ten minutes before the game, the side door at Mile High Stadium opens. Clarence K. calmly comes strutting in without saying a word. Locker room silent. Dan Reeves is looking over. Clarence walks over to his locker, calmly takes off his watch, takes off his shoes, sits down. Dan Reeves goes over to him. He says, Clarence, you okay? Yeah, Dan, I'm okay. You know, the game starts in ten minutes. Yeah, Dan, I know. What's the deal? Dan... Sometimes it's so good, you can't get up from it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is an all-timer. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan just goes, hey, have a good, great game. Appreciate you. <laughs> get dressed and get on out to the field. Yeah, yeah. You probably had a heck of a game, huh? Yeah. Just, just, just like Stink had a heck of a show that morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, Adam, man. You're the best, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Jack. Have a great day. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, <laughs> joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views.